0: Do you like aliens, UFOs, cryptids, and the supernatural? What about self-defecating humor? Uh, actually, it's self-deprecating humor. Well, you may both be right. Alien Theorist Theorizing is a comedy podcast that examines cases like Roswell, Bigfoot, or the Atacama Alien. If any of these topics pique your interest, subscribe to Alien Theorist Theorizing free anywhere you find podcasts or go to alientheorists.com.
1: Hey everybody, it's Joe Trippy, and welcome back to that Trippy Show. Here along with Alex this week, we've got a lot to talk about: Biden approval numbers, Afghanistan fallout, and we're going to give you an early read on Biden's presidency with the help of some listeners. And I can't believe it, but we are still talking about, of all things, the Arizona audit. Alex, what do we, what do we want to, to go to
0: first? Yeah, I, I think we got to start with Afghanistan. Let, let's leave Arizona to the end and hopefully we won't have time for it. But it, <laughs> No, no, we're going to have to make time for that <laughs> fiasco. Okay. So it, it, it seems like after Afghanistan started as a... a total cluster, it it seems like the evacuation is going a lot better. There have been basically 80,000 people plus evacuated, I'm sure more by the time people are listening to this. I think there's about 1,000 to 1,500 Americans left, according to Tony Blinken. Obviously, everyone and their mother is is just totally seizing on this as a line of attack on Biden. I just wanted your take on how big a deal is this to voters? and and Put your campaign manager hat on and and tell, tell us how you think this is to affect midterms.
1: Well, like first of all, um, it's all it was chaotic, is chaotic, and and could have been better planned, et cetera, all that stuff. Uh, it, and a lot of it is personal too. There are a lot of people like Seth Moulton who we talked with last week, who you know who who know people that were their interpreters or worked with them, and that, and it's personal. They don't want to get them all out, and we all should want uh, to get them out. And I look, I think the administration has done a, a, a much better job in the the last seven days than in the first seven. But to get to the political, uh, so all that's very real um, and matters as people lives uh, are in the balance. Um, and, you know, poll numbers be damned, get the people out and they seem to be uh, dedicated to doing that within the deadline or trying to um, and may extend it. I just think, you know, my own experience as somebody who's worked in nine through nine different presidential cycles, like actively in them, uh, and a few others where I just observed and, and was sane enough not to play, that, you know, it's very, very rare that a foreign policy issue dominates uh, in, a, in, in an election cycle. It's just never, it, it just doesn't uh, normally happen. It's always, in the end, Domestic policy, and so you know, you people ask, you know, as uh, uh, Biden's numbers are in a little bit of a decline, his pr- approval ratings slipped uh, below fifty um, in the five uh, five thirty eight composite um, numbers for the first time since he's been became president. <clears throat> you know, is it Afghanistan or 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 COVID? And I think most pollsters, and as I read the polls. Um, it's much more likely that it's this latest COVID surge people thinking that we were past it, um, that the worst was behind us, uh, that the economy was moving, are now worried that the past, that the the, the future, the worst is in the future, and that the economy could still, you know, hit the skids again. Um, And that's clearly lowering Biden's numbers. And frankly, if they're Uh, If they continue to slip below 50 and stay there uh, over the next uh, 15 months or so, then yeah, that's going to be a problem for Democrats on the other side of this. I don't think uh, in 15 months, uh, maybe in three months, that um, Afghanistan will be in the news every day. Uh, Americans just weren't all that focused on it, even when American lives uh, were being lost. Uh, I don't see the country being, fo- unfortunately, focused that much on it uh, after we're out. And by then, I th- also think uh, that, that, that we may well have had a successful e- exit in terms of getting the, uh, the uh, remaining Americans and many of the remaining Afghanistan folks that, uh, in, in the region who helped us out. Uh, whose lives may be at risk. That may be a success too. That's gonna take longer to play out. But I don't think even if it is a success that Biden's gonna get, you know, plus numbers for it. I think it's all gonna be the economy and COVID. And we don't know, no one knows where that's going uh, to be. Again, uh, as they uh, go to, you know, the third, the booster shot, and how many Americans take it, and all that good stuff, and we will keep having the the anti-mask, anti-vaccine uh, deniers. Uh, I mean, this is the whole thing. At this point, that you know, Biden's doing everything all he can do, and all the administration can do is make sure that every American has a free access to vaccine within five miles of their home, uh, and has uh, the access to a booster shot. You know, all those things that they've done and are doing. Right. It's the so the Republicans who and and others who are causing the virus, you know, are literally creating a situation where this wave could be worse, can continue to get worse. Will then scream that he failed to contain the virus when it's, you know, when it's, um, uh, you know, quite a bit of partisanship and media disinformation that's creating that situation. But in the end, I think, uh, you know, if COVID is uh, and life is getting more back to normal, the economy moving, that it could be tough um, for the Republicans to continue that attack. I mean, I think it's clear from the polling people know who's where the problem is on that
0: one. Well, it, one more thing on the polling. Is there a point where we should be paying attention to approval ratings? Uh, is there is there a number you're looking at that says, you know, he's got to have this. Otherwise, you know, the House is going to be near, near impossible.
1: Well, I mean, look, the, the fact is um, when you look at the president since World War II, the gained seats in midterms, uh, Clinton and Bush, I think their approval ratings were both over 60%. Uh, when that happened. Um, And there's no way anybody, I think, who is president today or, you you know, in the near future is going to be ever get to that kind of number uh, for more than a temporary, you know, moment. Right. So that's not going to happen. I do think that, you know, it's for Biden to be over 50 is going to be important. But if he's below fifty, which, or right around there, which it just seems like that's where it's likely to be. A part of this is the partisan polarization that's out there right now. I mean, you know, these numbers tend to stick in the same region; uh, they're pretty stable. Uh, and no matter what, no matter how successful he is in Afghanistan, how successful he is with COVID, uh, with the economy moving, the, the Republicans disapproval of Biden. Uh, and most Democrats will approve of Biden's uh, place uh, in, uh, in rating as president, it's going to be where the independents are. Uh, and they 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 have tended to be with where Demo- you know, closer with Democratic uh, views on his presidency than Republican. There's been slippage uh, with them that's where the slippage uh, for the most part has been. The rest of it hasn't changed, won't, I don't think. And I think, again, is COVID getting better or worse? I'm talking as we near the election. Is sure. the economy getting better or worse? If at, Is Afghanistan uh, seen by then as, yeah, all exits from a, a war are chaotic and and, uh, uh, and, and difficult, but actually... After all was said and done, uh, he did succeed in getting everybody who needed to, or most of those who needed to be out, out. I mean, one of the problems you've got is let's, yeah, we'll get everybody out. If you, you know, how many Afghanistan citizens will be moving to the airport and staying there as that line continues to grow to leave a country that's going to be taken over by the Taliban? There, That's a never ending uh, list of people and that will be, would be lining up. So you're never going to get everybody who wants out, out. That's not going to happen. Um, I don't care who's president. It's just not, you know, it, It's that's not likely. Can you get the people who are all Americans out, our allies out, and get those who were, you know, interpreters <clears throat> working with us, risking their lives along with our forces? And a lot of that was all sabotaged by the Trump administration, by people like Stephen Miller, you know, with SIVs, you know, special visas uh, being all clogged up on purpose. Right. So that, you know, it would be very difficult to process people quickly. Well, you know, that's clearly out the window. They're, you know, they're uh, moving a lot of people out with, with, with very, I'm sure they're going to have to figure out the SIV situation after they, they get them out of the country. But even then, at that point, they're going to be, you know, that, that's got, you, you know, whether it's sort of 80,000 have been evacuated already. Um, does that stop it at 120,000? You know, wh- where um, does that number go? But I think in the end, it'll be success- seen as successful. Um, so I, I just don't think but I, I don't think great. So we had a even you know uh, valid uh, dis- detractors who look at it, say state that Biden was successful. and he, he did the, uh, a, a great job under uh, horrible circumstances uh, to get everybody who needed to get out out. I don't think there's a single Republican, you know, if he's got a, uh, An 88 disapproval rating with Republicans uh, now, or 92, whatever it is, but it's up there. They're not. I don't think he's going to gain a point with those people. Right. It'll be with independents, and I don't think the independents. It'll be. Yeah. Okay. That's great. But is COVID moving in, and do we have the economy moving?
0: Right. Is there anything domestically? Obviously, COVID's the big one. But do you think that any of these bigger bills? have that kind of impact that could nudge him up a couple points and actually seriously help us in 2022. I'm talking about the infrastructure bill mostly.
1: Yeah, of course. Sure. Those are all going to be a uh, big, and I think, you know, and we talk about this in the Lincoln project with, with, uh, uh, Rick Wilson and, and, you know, who, who I think keeps making this point, look, we're not, you're not trying to, uh, win over the world. Uh, you, it's not going to happen, but you know, d- are there um, three, four points of people who see these bipartisan, huge bipartisan wins and create, you know, it, where something is actually getting done, big things, you, you know, uh, roads, bridges, uh, uh, you think things like rural broadband, et cetera. So that you're, you're seeing, people are seeing, and, and I think we also saw that with the relief bill. Uh, where people were getting uh, benefits, you know, and, and checks and, and support when they needed it, uh, yeah, I think these um, bipartisan bills and the reconciliation bill—if that's what has to happen it's, you know, that, that, those are going to be big, big deals. I mean, and they're they're going to have an impact. Um, the question will be still: Can we get out from under the life-limiting? Uh, situation of COVID, I mean, where we feel pretty much normal, kids are back in school safely and those kinds of things. Uh, but, you know, uh, people can go to big events. We're not talking about whether the Olympics are going to be canceled or not and those kinds of things. If we can get there um, and the, with the support that these bills, uh, infrastructure and otherwise are going to, the jobs that they're going to create, yeah, I think uh, that's where the independents and others uh who who are not lockstep partisan tribal uh can we pick off three or four points sure. here and there and some republican women and college educated and others yeah that's totally uh doable and i think that's sort of the bottom line uh you know can democrats you know with now the moderates can, can everybody hold together i've been saying this for a long time you know, if the if the Republicans are just going to be in cement, a no on everything, um, it means we've got to be able we've got to be the grown up party that negotiates with ourselves and uh, gets past any of the, you know, the the moderate uh, progressive, you know, fights over things and comes you know, and comes to some compromise and get it done. I think that's going to happen. Uh, But first of all, it has to or, yeah, we don't get it done. And uh, and then uh, and that does not bode well for 2022. That happens. I mean, the one thing we can't let go of here is uh, is voting rights. Uh, The one thing we could do all this stuff, uh, pass these uh, the infrastructure and reconciliation. And if we do not deal with what. Uh, the, you know, the authoritarian uh, wing actually now runs the damn party on the other side is doing on voting rights, uh, you know, and suppressing votes and all those things in the, the, the different court battles and everything else that's going on right now. If we do not get some national, some just sort of foundational national voting rights bill uh, passed that protects and ensures that states can only do so much damage, uh, you know, limit the damage that they can do that at a bare minimum, we have to, we have to somehow get there and do that.
0: Right. Let's switch gears to Florida a little bit, hey seems like we're back to arguing about mask mandates and vaccinations like we were earlier this year. Now that Delta is kind of fully taking over, especially in the South, it is hurting Biden. I know you mentioned that a little bit, but it, it seems like on this issue, the public's pretty overwhelmingly in favor of like basic things like these mask mandates and even the companies that are mandating vaccinations are, are, are getting some pretty good support. So why are these Republican governors, particularly DeSantis, so stuck in the mud here? And, and, and what do we do about it?
1: I mean, look, this is all DeSantis running for president. you know he he cannot be outflanked uh, on the trump right at, at all. He has to win his primary uh, and to win his primary he has to he has to cow to the people who are you know refusing to wear masks, refusing to get vaccinated, uh, thinks it's all hoax all you know all those things. Uh, including children shouldn't wear masks in school or any, you know, any of it that they're all, you know, whether it's uh, might be 25, 30 percent of the national electorate. But it's a huge majority of the Republican Party that Trump's created, uh, that DeSantis enabled that, uh, you know, actually everybody who's except for Cheney and Kinzinger, you know, there's very few. Uh, that have done anything but enable this. And, and even on voting rights, though, Cheney and Kinsinger, you know, went with uh, uh, the rest of the party. So, it, you know, we're talking about a lot of uh, uh, people like DeSantis in particular have gone, you know, more than the extra mile to be sort of demagogue- and, 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 you know, lead the crazy. And, you know, that's what DeSantis has decided to do. He's gonna lead the crazy because he needs to to win the crazy vote um, to win the party's nomination. And if that means uh, that, you know, more people are gonna get sick and die in Florida, so be it. Uh, So, I mean, and it's the same for uh, Abbott in Texas. Uh, He may not run for president eventually. Uh, We'll see. But he knows
0: where his power is coming from. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. They all know that if they have a future in the Republican Party, they have to stay on. uh, It's a Trump primary opponent that will defeat them. Um, So I'm sure they'll all be dancing um, to get Trump's endorsement, too, uh, should he decide not to go. And, you know, that'll be the next dance. Right. Uh, uh, That's all they're setting. This is all set up for that dance. Ducey, Abbott, DeSantis, um, they all one way or another are, they know where the power of structure of the Republican Party is now built. It's not with donor base or any of that, or, you know, and and it's not the Romney wing or a, a sane wing. It's the Trump wing. And it's, you know, um, uh, bleach and all all of it is all rolled up in DeSantis wanting, you know, might as well just be wearing the big MAGA hat. And screaming, you know, I'm more Trump than Trump. Yeah. That's all he's trying to do.
0: Well, it's interesting. At Trump's rally, I think he told people that the vaccine works and they needed to get vaccinated. But they're so far gone. I mean, he got he almost got booed for that. And then the the Alex Jones and the right wing ecosphere just absolutely took that apart. It's like it didn't even happen.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's gone. They've even Trump, you, you know, can't do the perfunctory you should get a vaccine. Uh, statement anymore because they let the lies move. They moved so many lies so many times and kept pushing them for so long that now they can't, you know, they can't erase it. They can't get, you know, they can't say, you know, uh, yeah, wait, wait. I want Trump to say I lied to you for four years The vaccine works, get it, you know, please take it. Uh, That's not going to happen.
0: And DeSantis isn't going to say that. All right. So I know I said I didn't want to, but we definitely have to talk about Arizona. I can't believe we're still talking about this. Back in the news, you don't want to laugh, but you kind of have to laugh. The, the Cyber Ninjas, again, a phrase I never thought I'd say. What was, it? What was the last one? Was it Chicken Duster Bamboo? I something? said they
1: were, it was a chicken, buster, a chicken Duster Bamboo Circus or something like something that. Something like that.
0: Yeah. Well, it was
1: get, in one of the earlier shows. We'll have to go back and listen to find out what I said.
0: <laughs> guess what happened to the Cyber Ninjas who were running the audit? Yeah. 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 COVID, man. Yeah. So uh, it's it's been postponed. Um, and, and i know we, we yeah three of the five three of the five cyber ninja who are conducting the audit and ninjas wear masks uh, too that's the anyway yeah, uh, and they,
1: they, 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 yeah they, they 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 don't they well they maybe i don't know I, the one thing i don't know is whether they were vaccinated and whether or not but they, they but it doesn't seem so because i think the report the statement said that they were um, very sick um so that doesn't Seem to uh, add up, yeah. Uh, but uh, well, I hope they get better. But jeez. So it, it, joke,
0: not joke, but it, it, levity aside, on on how ironic this is. It, Arizona is still really important. Obviously, we talked about Ducey a little bit, but want your take on on why this is so, why it's something we can't just ignore.
1: Well, I mean, first of all, we should again put Jane Mear's piece in the in the show notes if we can, uh, because I think it's definitely. Uh, Uh, worthy of people's time. But, you know, the bigger story, you know, the audit itself. uh, Yeah, sure. Arizona was really uh, close. Biden, you know, won by about 10,000 votes. But the Arizona GOP has gone full MAGA. I mean, look, they they censored uh, Cindy McCain they, you know, they have gone full mega, and they they put real money behind it. I mean, they, the Cyber Ninjas have raised over five million dollars in donations to continue the audit. Kelly Ward, Trump's GOP chair, is very open that she wants to be a domino for other states, and what that means, and this is something that uh, is if they can, if they can release an audit that causes real doubt and concern. Uh, in one state, then that incentivizes other Trump, MAGA, uh, legislative folks in places like Texas and Ohio and other states to conduct audits and, you know, throw out uh, election results or, or claim and discredit the 2020, continue to discredit 2020 election results, you know, as other states uh, declare that they found um stuff and the millions of people could be disenfranchised you know uh that that's creates more and more doubt and the the bottom line is that maricopa county is a prism to watch all of this everything it's not just about 2020 it's about 2022 and 2024 and how they're going to coordinate a national effort to distort uh not just what happened in 2020 but to regain the House of Representatives and the presidency by creating doubt um, about 2020 and 2024, including you know getting people to to not show up because their vote doesn't count or you can't trust the count. Uh, it's going to be th- this is just as as Kelly Ward told said, so it's saying the quiet part out loud. It's a domino for other 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 states. You know the. These um, conservative private foundations are you know spending tens of millions of dollars on this. It, you know it, we see it as grift and, and a farce, but this is what they are trying to do everywhere. Not, it's not just Arizona. Arizona is just sort of where it's the weirdest, right? So it gets, it gets a lot of attention uh, and to some extent hopefully discredits, what they're trying to do, um, it may not—it may not be the domino that Kelly Ward wants it to be. It could be uh, something that where that falls the other way, and it's so ridiculous um, that it it it, it kind of squanders all the work they're doing in other places um, uh, more quietly. But uh, we we've got to keep pushing against this thing and not just laugh at it.
0: So, Joe, let's close this out with a with a reader question. And and you talked a little bit about this earlier with 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 Biden. But uh, LNT wants us to kind of give our our take so far and, and talk a little bit about the future. Um, a long question. I'll, I'll paraphrase. But you know, she she totally agrees that we're in a different time and we all have to work together to defeat the authoritarian movement. But I'm 57 and a lifelong liberal. My children are in their 20s and looking at the climate crisis that will dominate the rest of their lives. One in particular is frustrated with the slow and inadequate legislative response. He complains Biden Biden isn't doing enough. And, you know, his basic point is it's not enough. We got to we got to work harder. And her question is, how can anyone really disagree with with the Republican Party we have and all the advantages they have electorally now, how can anyone believe that anything will happen on an issue like climate change? Uh, what do you see happening here?
1: Well, I mean, uh, nothing's going to happen um, until the authoritarian movement has stopped, period. Um, I, I agree uh, about climate change. A whole bunch of uh, important issues first of all, the infrastructure bill, the reconciliation bill, there are a lot of big items in there that do go a lot further to address a lot of the these issues than uh, any big that's a 3.5 trillion dollar reconciliation.
0: Yes, bill. I would say I would say Biden has in fact done things.
1: yeah no and and on this issue there I mean there are right. things in there that are I think pretty big steps in the right direction. Uh, uh, so, it, yeah, is it everything you want? No, because uh, that's not going to happen with the Senate um, and a Mitch McConnell that are in a, a, a total authoritarian movement that's out to stop everything. And by the way, God bless uh, Yeah, if you think they're going to do anything on these issues. Uh, it's not going to happen. Um, so, yeah, I, I understand uh, what. The questions about, I just think it's really kind of simple. Yeah, that's why 2022 is so important, and 2024 the next step. If uh, we lose either of those battles, I think you can pretty much uh, stop worrying about uh, how slow climate change uh, right. legislation is happening because it's going to be very very slow. It, you won't even, you know, you know it, 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 there won't be any. Um, so, yeah, uh, I understand this candidate may not be as great as that candidate, all that other stuff. They're all better than the authoritarian jerks that the, that district after district is, the, the GOP is going to put up uh, to dismantle everything. I mean, that's a, why we're in the mess in Afghanistan of just getting they couldn't wouldn't process. Special visas for people who were serving with us and we had promised them we would we would get them those visas if they kept serving with us um, and we would and we would protect them and their families and and we would not leave them behind. These people sabotaged that. Okay, they're not going they're sabotaging uh, anything, any work on the climate crisis. Any, I I mean, on so many different levels, uh, they uh, have sabotaged and slowed up and stopped us doing what needed to be done for the for people in this country and for the nation, though, and and on the world and and something like on, on an issue like climate change. So, yeah, you can we can keep fighting amongst ourselves over how fast or slow climate change is being addressed legislatively. Okay, yeah, we can keep fighting among. No, there's one thing. Snuff this authoritarian movement out. Elect a majority, the stronger majority we pass, we get elected in the Senate and the House, the more we'll be able to get done. To start addressing what really matters. Otherwise, keep uh, what's going to happen is the Republicans will continue to obstruct, continue to distract, continue to deceive, continue to stop anything that goes against their agenda, which is to take total power uh, and to end democracy, not because they don't like democracy so much, but because they cannot win. <laughs> there you go. their only way they get their agenda in is to make sure you don't vote, that you're depressed because we're not making progress on climate change. Who's responsible for that? Them. But that's where it all starts to become a death spiral. And I'm just not there, folks. Uh, We got, I at least have two big fights left in me. uh, And I intend to make them in 2022
0: and 2024. Joe, I think that's a pretty good spot to end this week. We're just about out of time.
1: Uh, well, I got to get off my soapbox anyway. Uh, so thanks for listening to That Trippy Show, everybody. We'll be back next Friday at the usual time, and check back soon for more special guest episodes. As always, please subscribe, leave a review on Apple or wherever you listen. And one more time, tell a friend, uh, family member, co-worker, about the show. Send them a link, um, help spread our message. Alex and I really appreciate it. You can always send us a question to thattrippyshow at gmail.com or leave us a question in a review on iTunes. See you next time.
0: Take care.